Welcome to the Geek Psychology Podcast. This podcast comes from the Geek Psychology YouTube channel, where we use personality type and geek and gaming culture to help you play life better. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being you. And I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, Damon Sherman here from Geek Psychology. So in this video, I wanted to talk about perfection. First, let's just start off with a quote, and then I'll go into my story a little bit. We can talk about it, and then I'll go into a couple key questions that you can sift through and comment down below, all right? So the quote here is from Joseph Campbell. And he said, out of perfection, nothing can be made. Every process involves breaking something up. Isn't that really cool? So it, it got me instantly thinking about our personality types, right? I mean, one, because I'm always thinking about that. But two, because within you, there is this system working of all these different parts, all of these different voices or characters or actors or whatever you want to think of them as different versions of yourself, and they are not always working smoothly together, right? They're clashing in different ways. And that is how we get to some of our strengths. That's how we become differentiated and individuated, right? Like we, we grow our strengths because we are imbalanced in certain ways. If I were to have a perfect balance of introverted feeling, my in intrapersonal values and feelings and beliefs in my organization of that, as well as extroverted thinking, that strategic commander style of being able to delegate and follow measurable evidence to reach a goal. Uh, if I had that perfectly balanced, then I don't think it would be a good system. And in order to improve, we need to break that whole thing down and we need to like we need to push up different aspects of ourselves and because of that lower different other aspects of ourselves does that make sense i hope it does because that's where my mind went when i read that quote i thought it was really cool and it also got me thinking about the fifth element an older movie from 1997 um and a scene with gary oldman uh and He's he's the bad guy in it. And he uh like caused a little bit of chaos, right? He he broke something, and because of that, this life sprung, right? There's this action, like things had to happen. Not actual life, but like there was movement, there was intention. And because of that little bit of a problem, the chaos that he created, these other things started moving, and that in itself was kind of like perfection in my mind. Um, there are some other things that happen a little bit later on with that, but that's okay. I'm going to let you watch it if you haven't seen that movie before somehow, which you should. Um, but yeah, like because of, if, if everything was perfect as it was, if whatever that definition of perfection is, if everything was like that, right, then there would be no growth, there would be no change, and the system itself would, would fizzle out, it would stop working properly. So I want to talk a little bit about my story now, and I'll just go into it a little bit. So, you know, I, I do this YouTube stuff, and I also have 
done an INFP specific program. I now feel positive.com. And also I'm, I'm working on making an RPG, like a tabletop game. And I constantly am going through these feelings of like, it's not, it's not quite right. And, and if you've been watching this channel for a while, I changed the names of the cognitive functions, like what I use to represent them, like the strategic commander, as I mentioned earlier, like I, I shuffle between names because it never feels like it's perfect, right? It's just not, it's not quite there. And through constantly trying to seek that, I stop producing as much or I go off on different tangents and knowing that there is no perfect one word to encapsulate the entire cognitive function, for example, or knowing that when I release a video, it's going to have some different, um, you know, mistakes within it. It's not always going to get 100% good feedback. I mean, it would be nice, but also like within that negative feedback comes some good things, right? Comes change and, and growth, right? Um, within the INFP project, when I first released it, it was, I'm going to make this as good as I can within this timeline. I'm going to respond to the questions and, and everything as, as good as I can and get it out there because when it is out, then there can be some change to work with it. If I'm just constantly within myself working on it, and you might know this, um, if you do art or music or any sort of like craft or, you know, you're making things, you can't just do it all in your head, no matter how much you want to try. Right? You're going to have to produce something in order to be productive. You're going to have to create something in order to be creative, right? There, there needs to be some sort of a, a product out of it. And until then, you haven't done really anything. You've just come up with ideas. You've just imagined it, which has its beneficial areas, right? Its domain that's it's important to do. But at a point, you, you need to do something with it. You need to get it out. You need to get other people's feedback and responses to it. And with that, a lot of, you know, pain and hardships come. But also, if you have the right mindset, you start to, you know, realize, like, and this person has a good point. I could have said it like this. I could have been a little bit more logical with my presentation. I could have edited the video a little bit better. Um, within my game that I'm, I'm working on, or one of the many versions of it. I don't want to get anybody too excited about it. Um, but it's like, I constantly, I'm trying to put everything into it. Enneagram, MBTI, RPG, like these different new mechanics that I'm making and the, the concept of will, like willpower and trying to get all those working together without actually producing it and having it be played or used by other people to get that feedback means that it's just cycling through until I land on something that feels right. Okay, so let's go into a little bit about the cognitive functions. I'm going to talk mainly from my, my perspective, as I usually do. Uh, could be because I'm an INFP, could be because I just know more about how I work, right? But with introverted feeling, a lot of times there isn't like 
wording for something. I'm not seeking, like, like I said before, I'm, I'm looking for one specific word to encapsulate the cognitive functions, but really it's, it's a feeling that the word brings about. And that is really difficult to find. It's a lot of like, like touching through Braille and trying to figure it out until I land on the right dot, the right feeling, right? That's going to really resonate with me. And then I need to, from there, share it with other people so that they experience it. And I can see if they experience it the same way, because they might not, because introverted feeling is subjective. It's within me, right? And I think that this seeking perfection really does a lot of times come from the introverted judging um, cognitive function. So introverted thinking for TPs, introverted feeling for FPs, and for FJs, it would also be introverted thinking, the analytical scientist. And for, what did I say, uh, TJs, it's also going to be introverted feeling, the reflective empath. And it's, it's like, it's constantly trying to narrow in on a more um, concise and refined definition of something. Definition of what is the, the correct identity for this thing, as FI, introverted feeling, or the, the correct categorization and understanding, mechanical understanding of how all this data works together um, and, and the mental model, the way of understanding life that comes from that um, clean cut model. With that, like depending on where it's going to fall within your cognitive function stack, which is something I'm not really going to get into in this, there's going to be other emotional flavorings within it, right? But I feel that that is where a lot of it comes from, that seeking perfection that you just can't have because it's it's a thing that doesn't really exist. Like the ideal exists. It's nice to strive for. But um, a lesson that I learned from the Enneagram type one in the book From Fixation to Freedom by Eli Bear Jackson um, or Eli Jackson Bear. Um, he, he said that, you know, type ones, they're seeking this utopia, this perfection. They don't want to be corrupt. They don't want things to be corrupt. It's very simply put, right? Um, but within that part of the, the thing that they learn, the thing that you learn if you're a type one, eventually is that as things are now is the perfection. Like there is perfection with the, the wabi-sabi nature, like the things that are just a little, like a little off or a little bit natural, right? Because of that, I mean, when you see that that is the perfection, if you go to a forest that's like completely hand planted or like, you know, human arranged forest, it's, it feels weird, right? Like everything is in a line. Everything is just like a little too sterile and clean. And within that, there's this sense of non-perfection. Whereas if you go to like a natural forest, things are different. Like the trees leaning a little bit, right? The path winds a little bit in a weird way. That is the sense of perfection. Like that is more closely aligned to what perfection is. Um, and I really vibed with that. I thought that was a really cool 
way of looking at things. And so then when I go back into a, a healthy way of looking at my story, um, my projects that I'm working on, and the same for you as well, you can see it as like, this is just how things are now. This is, this is what's going on now. And within that, there is a perfection. And you can strive to change things a little bit, to adjust things, to adapt things. But like the ultimate goal of everything being perfect, however you define that, is going to, is going to just make it an endless struggle where you just never feel good about yourself and you never feel like you've completed something because you, you haven't, <laughs> right? Because you haven't put it out there. So let's go into a couple questions here. Uh, the first one is what is perfection and what is not perfection? So if you've noticed, I haven't really defined it yet. And I do think it's completely <laughs> subjective, right? And largely based within your introverted judging function, that internal sense of making a decision, right? Um, but it means that it's something is flawless. Like there are no mistakes. There are no errors. Everything is just crystal clear. That is perfect. Well, you know, nothing can be like that. There's always going to be something that's a little off. And as I was saying before, I think part of that comes because we need this imbalance in order to focus on our strengths. Right? Things need to be a little bit off in order to go for that, that um, stronger use of our skills. Like if you were to um, make a map, right? you make a map and you want it to be good. Okay, all right. So you, you plan it out. You, you put your key landmarks. Right? You're like, this is a good map. And it's not perfect. It needs to be a little bit better because I missed this, this area over here. Right. And so you, you add a little bit more and then you're like, well, that's good, but you know, it could be a little bit more, could be a little bit better. And so you tweak it and you tweak it and you tweak it and it never actually becomes the exact terrain that you're wanting to, to show, right? Cause if it did, you would have to continuously make the map bigger, right? You need to add a little bit more detail. Okay. So let's enlarge it. Okay, you add that detail. Okay, let's make it a little bit bigger because it needs to include this other thing. You keep doing that, it's going to cover the whole terrain. And then it's not a map, it is the thing, it's the terrain. And so seeking that perfection just shows you that it's like, you can't do it. You have to make, a, there's a give and take with everything. You have to make some sacrifice in order for it to be usable, in order for it to serve its purpose. Right. And so also thinking inversely, like what is not perfection? Well, not perfection is, as I was just saying, like it's usable, it's functional, it's actionable. You know, with, with me and in, in this model that I'm making for the RPG kind of personality type thing, I cannot include every single thing in a slight little definition or analogy or metaphor. It's just not going to happen. And I've tried for years <laughs> and I keep going over and I keep going over and it just, it's not going to happen. Right. And it sucks. It hurts because I want it. I want it to work, but that's what it is, you know? And in my more lucid 
states, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I'm done working on that in that way. I'm going to make it usable. I'm going to make it functional. Functional. And so seeing that that is not perfection is also kind of something to strive for. And the last one, what is honestly stopping you? Like if you have some project you want to get out there, if you want to make videos on YouTube, if you want to sell and share your music, if you're writing a book, uh, if you're playing sports, you know, and you want to get better at it, you're never going to reach that perfection, right? Sorry, I keep saying it, you know, I don't want this to necessarily be like a downer video, right? But that goal is something that you should not strive for, that perfection. What you should strive for is constant improvement. And if you're not constantly improving, then there's something that's blocking you from doing that. And likely it's internal. And it's your fear of letting it go. Your fear of making a mistake. Your fear of not being perfect. And I hope that looking into that gives you some more insight into who you are, why you're doing what you're doing, and some of your possibly unnecessary struggles to reach this perfection, this idea of perfection. And hopefully what you can do about it to improve a little bit. All right, so please let me know down below in the comments if this video was helpful, if it got you thinking about things in a little bit of a different way and some of your possible struggles with seeking perfection or the struggles with being perfect, if you are, all right? So keep up the lifelong questing. Good luck, have fun. Peace. for listening, and I hope you got something out of it. I know that by listening to this podcast, it means that you're ready to take your life to the next level, and I'm so excited to help you do it. Whether you're struggling with anxiety, lack of motivation, or you're just looking for your spark and purpose, I have many courses and a one-on-one -on -one coaching service available to you to help you get out of your own way and be happy. So head on over to geekpsychology.com to get started. See you there.